Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about both the urgency and the ease. The urgency and the ease. In both ways, there is an urgency in the hour in which we live. If you would scroll on any type of media site, you would watch the news or anything of that nature, you can tell that there is something going on in the world and the Lord is not absent about it, right? There is an urgency, yet there is also an ease. And as being sons and daughters of God, we need to understand that there's an ease for us in our relationship with God that no, God does not want us to walk in fear. He does not want us to walk you know, afraid or frightened. He wants us walking with certainty, being led by the Holy Spirit, right? And that's where we need to be. We need to be at that place where we are in sync and in tune with the Holy Spirit, being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Most of you know, one of my favorite verses, Romans 8, 14, those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. So one of the characteristics of us being sons and daughters of God is that we're being led by the Spirit. Now, today, uh, a lot of people will just say, oh yeah, be led by the Spirit. What, what does that mean? Well, it does not mean be led by your emotions. That is completely different. You know, people will say, well, this is what I feel. Well, it doesn't matter about what you feel emotionally. What are you discerning in the Spirit? Those are two different things. There is emotional feelings, and then there is discernment of the Holy Spirit. We need to, in this hour, have the discernment of the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing us. We need to not be motivated by our emotions and tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine or whatever news comes up or whatever pandemic or whatever thing comes up in this hour. We need to not be, you know, falling apart like a $2 watch. The body of Christ needs to be on that firm foundation, which is Jesus, right? And I mentioned this on, uh, I believe it was my, my previous uh, Coffee with Caleb. I said, listen, if you're listening to a gospel message and it's not deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow him, that's not the gospel. That 100%, it can be a motivational speech. It could be a, you know, a, a, I don't know, whatever type of message you want to call it. And, you know, but if it's not a one that gets you into a place where you're denying yourself, picking up your cross and following Jesus, then that's not the message of Christ. That is actually an antichrist, a another type of Christ, the opposite Christ, right? I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, "Well, I believe this is this is my Jesus," and blah blah blah. And I said, "Well, you can call him Jesus, but that's not the same one. Why? Because yours says do whatever you want to do. Mine says deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow Him. No longer me that lives, but Christ in me. Now I'm li- now Christ is living through me and in me. I no longer live to myself. So what does that mean? Well, that means you no longer have those fleshly motives, those fleshly desires, those things driving your life. Well, they shouldn't be, right? They shouldn't be. So we want to get to that place where we say, you know what? I'm crucifying the flesh. I'm denying myself. I'm picking up my cross and I'm following Jesus. That is not a popular message. Not a popular message in 2021 whatsoever, but it is the gospel message. That's the message that's needed. That's the message that brings authentic transformation and change to the world. See, the world does not need more of the world. The world needs Jesus. 
The world needs Jesus. The world doesn't need any more of the world. The world has had enough of the world as the world can take. The world needs Jesus. He is the hope. He is the answer. He is salvation. He is the way, right? The early believers, they weren't called Christians. They were called the followers of the way. The way what? What way? The way of Jesus. That's what he taught. They were followers of him. They were going in a certain direction. They had a certain way about them. They had a certain walk about them. They had a certain talk about them. They had a certain tenacity about them. And they were led by the Holy Spirit. They were empowered by the Holy Spirit. They were led by the Holy Spirit. They were guided and directed by the Holy Spirit. But see, in in a modern day, the, the politics and the rumors and the rumors of all of these things, pandemics, wars, uh, racial division, right? All of these things are have been trying to creep into the body of Christ. They do not belong there. Why? Because the body of Christ needs to be rooted and grounded in Christ, not in the these politics, not in these policies, not in these things like that. The world is losing its mind, and the church has to be consistent in its message of Jesus, which is what? Deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow him. Deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow him. Be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, okay? And in this generation, they want to teach you that there is no absolute truth. Well, if you are a believer in the body of Christ, there is an absolute truth because there's an absolute God who is eternal and he has established what right and wrong was from the beginning of time. He does not live in time. He is outside of time. He created time. All things that are, all things that have existed have existed through God. And his goal for mankind was redemption so that we could be in fellowship with him to get us back to what we lost and forfeited in the garden. That is why Jesus came. Why? To be salvation to mankind, to give us back the redemption that we lost in the garden. Now we need to gain our relationship and our devotion to God. It is surprising to me also that there are churches that do not believe in personal relationships with Christ. That blows my mind. They can, they can call themselves whatever things that they want to call themselves, but if they do not believe in a personal relationship with God, that is not the gospel and that is not truth. Why? Because you cannot deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow someone you do not have a relationship with. Cannot do that. Why? You merely following them already establishes and puts you in a relationship, okay? You can't do that with someone you don't have a relationship with. You can't say you're following them. You can't say you're doing anything of that nature. You're, why would you deny yourself, right? But the message that's trying to come out and bleed through the body of Christ and bleed throughout all of America is that you are your own God and you do whatever you want to do. That is Satanism. That is satanic. That is antichrist, okay? And, you know, I'm not one of these doomsday guy people, so I'm not going to sit there and say, in this day, in this hour, the Lord's coming back, so get ready, blah, 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 and do that. No, if you are over 35 and you're watching this, you remember what happened in the body of Christ during 2000. Y2K, right? Everybody in the church went nuts. They thought the rapture was happening, so you saw crazy extremes. One thing you didn't see was mass evangelism. 
They weren't winning people to Jesus. They weren't doing anything like that. The body of Christ was storing up water and food, and they were running up debit cards and debt and going on these lavish vacations and stuff because they thought the end was near. I'm like, are you kidding me? If you thought Jesus was coming back, shouldn't you go out there being preaching the gospel, winning souls, and doing what he's called you to do? Like, that makes no sense to me at all. But I was a teenager, so what did I know? So I'm sitting back watching all of this unfold, and I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. That, that is what was going on. What is that? That is fear, and that is not that is not being led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not going to lead you into that type of error or that type of deception. So when you are listening to the Spirit of truth, He is going to lead you into truth, okay? Uh, I do want to read this. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20 says, "'Woe to those who call evil good and good evil.'" who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. And real quick, this is, this is the hallmark of mankind. The, like man's heart is corrupt and wicked and always is, is trying to manipulate and use motives to try and manipulate and control people. That has happened from the foundation, okay? That is what has been going on. So when we sit there and we say, there is a generation, and it says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Listen, you don't have to look far. You just turn on the TV or you go on any social media website, and you're going to see where they're calling good evil and evil good. And inside of you, you're going, man, this just doesn't, I'm discerning something by the Spirit of God that this is not right. Well, it's not right. Why? Because the Spirit of truth is the one that's telling you what truth is. So when you say, no, I'm. this is what I'm discerning, they call you a conspiracy theorist. They call you a nutcase. Well, okay, let it pan out. Watch the news. Watch these things unfold you will see how things are now becoming, uh, you know, what is done in the darkness will be revealed in the light and things are beginning to be revealed. It will come out eventually. It will. This is why people in the body of Christ, you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. You have to go off of your own convictions. Don't listen to the news. Don't listen to the social media websites. Don't listen to this person or that person. They got 15 PhDs. Most of those people need psychiatrists and psychologists because they are insane. Those are the ones that are coming up with these theories that say, hey, if you get rid of police, there will be less corruption and crime. What? That makes no sense. I am 100% convinced that common sense is a gift from the Holy Spirit. You need the spirit of truth to give you common sense in this age. And we need to pray for Holy Spirit. You know, I'm trying to, I'm saying this kind of comically because it, I mean, it's true. If you if you sit there and you're you're watching what's unfolding today and you sit there and you have the spirit of truth that's in you, you're like, mm, that's not right. No, I'm not being led by my emotions. No, I'm not being led by my mind or my intellect. I'm not being led by what they're saying, but the spirit of truth inside of me saying, this is not right. This is not right. There's something going on. I'm not going in this direction. Why? Because that's error. You can do this in all different facets. This is why Romans 8.14 is so critical for the life of the believer 
uh, of, of Jesus because we need the Holy Spirit. He said it would be better for him to go that the Holy Spirit would come, the Comforter would come and empower us and tell us all things. So we need the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing us. You know, I, I you know, you can you can read the scriptures and you can sit there and read it like it's a history book and be like, well, that was great that that happened then, but it doesn't happen now. That is error. Okay, the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit, the same Christ that's in the scriptures, the same God who was in the Old Testament is still the same today as he was then. This is why we need to understand and be reliant upon the Spirit of God in our lives, leading us, guiding us, and directing us. Every one of us is going to be different, right? There are people that are watching this for, that are from different countries. There are people that are watching this that are from other states. There's different things that's going on. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit as he's leading, guiding, and directing you for where you are, right where you are, because it's going to be vital. There's going to be certain things that are going to happen in your state or in your country, and you need to know what is getting ready to happen so that you can prepare and you can plan and you're not in fear. You're not falling apart like a $2 watch. You have an ease. There is an urgency and there is an ease, okay? Yes, the gospel message needs to be preached. This is urgent. Yes, you need to go out there and show the love of Jesus to those that are around you. Yes, that is absolutely urgent. Two, there is an ease. What does that mean? The ease is, is that you're not so consumed by missing the thing that God has for you, or you're not so consumed by all the things that are going on and how corrupt the world is that it distracts you from Jesus. It distracts you from him. It, you need to keep your focus and your eyes on him, and you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. That should give you an internal peace inside of you that all hell could be breaking loose. Everything around you could be falling apart, but all in, inside of you, you have an internal peace, right? An ease does not mean it's easy. You can do supernatural things through the power that dwells inside of you, the Holy Spirit. You can do nothing in and of yourself. This is the gospel message. This is why you need to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him so that the Holy Spirit can work through you. And now you are a vessel, an ambassador of Jesus, and you are a, uh, an agent of change in your region and in your area. See, the world's going to look at you and say, there's something different about them. They're not falling apart. Everybody else is running around like, you know, the, the sky's falling. But you're sitting there going, man, I have peace. It's going to be okay. Hey, calm down. Well, well, they said this and they said that and they said this. Well, give it a few months because it'll come out that what they said was a bunch of lies. Why? Because men's heart are wicked and they want to use manipulation and fear tactics to try to incite an action and a response out of a people so that they can control them and manipulate them. That has been going on forever, for eons, okay? That's how people maintain control, and that's how they get to exercise control over a people, okay? So what do you need to do? You need to be led by the Holy Spirit, okay? As the Holy Spirit leads, guides, and directs you, it's going to say, hey, go this way. Hey, move this way. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, right now, I don't know why, you know, I feel to do A, B, C, D, E, but do it. Just go and do that. Why? That is not emotional responses. That is you being obedient to the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's not out of fear. That's completely different. And in this, in this hour, in this age, it is going to be vital for Christians 
to understand and to discern the difference between emotional responses, their emotions, their fear, and their and the leading, guiding, and directing of the Holy Spirit. If you are not in a place of maturity, you're going to think, well, that's just emotions. But actually, it's the Holy Spirit leading you, guiding you, and directing you, right? I often give my testimony about uh, me getting blown up. And when the Lord was talking to me about being injured, there, I thought it was fear. And so I'm I'm binding it. And the Lord's speaking to me clearly, hey, this deployment, you're going to be injured. And I'm like, I bind that in the name of Jesus. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. But the fact remains that I was injured on that deployment, and the Lord was speaking to me. The Holy Spirit was preparing me. So when I got blown up, I wasn't sitting there falling apart like a $2 watch. I said, no, God knew this was going to happen. He's going to be with me through it, and I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. Why? Because since then, I have seen such a change in, in, in how the Lord has been able to use me. I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago. I'm not. I'm completely different. There's a lot of rangers that watch watch these episodes and they're like, man, I can't believe that was you. I'm like, yeah. Am I nicer? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> my heart's changed. My nature's changed. I'm I am different. I have different thought processes. I and I, I view things differently as they as they are approached. Instead, back in the day, I used to always just think everything was a nail and I was a hammer. I'm gonna smash it. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna blow it up. That was my go-to. That was it. Now I'm sitting there like, hmm, is this something where I need to crush, kill, and destroy this? Or is this something that I need to walk in forgiveness or understanding or grace or mercy, right? There are times to flip tables and make whips. And then there's times that you have to walk in forgiveness and you have to walk in love and you have to sit there and think about what's going on in that other person's life. So we need to understand and be led by the Holy Spirit. We can't be going off of our emotions. And in this hour, it's going to be vital that we are being so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, walking in common sense, because he's the spirit of truth and he gives you common sense, and walking with that, that passion and that fire that he has for you. Romans 8, I want to read a few scriptures out of here. And I pray that this is ministering to you and it's encouraging you, because this is not to get you down, to be like, oh, everybody around me is lying to me. No, that's just a fact. The world is lying to you. The world has always been lying to you because it's ran by Satan. And he is a liar. He's a thief. He's a killer. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's in his job description. That's it. That's all that he can do. But what? Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So that's a different message. So we need to be followers of Christ and not followers of the world, right? Why? Because when you follow the world, all that's there is death. When you follow Christ, there's life and life more abundantly. Amen. All right. So Romans 8 verse 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. This is what I was telling you earlier. There are moments for you to act and react in one way, and there are moments for you to act and react in another way. So you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's not always you do this every single time that it happens. That's where you can end up in error. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit, especially where you are, okay? Verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, 
Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. So having the Spirit of Christ dwelling inside of you is an indicator that you are his. Okay? Verse 10, And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him, verse 11, if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. The Holy Spirit is that power, that driving force in a believer's life that leads, guides, and directs them. Without the Holy Spirit, you are not able to fully complete anything that you are supposed to do on this earth. You can believe in Jesus. You can acknowledge historically that he lived, that he died, that he had disciples, and all of these different things. But when you get that relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes in and transforms you, you are now a new creation in Christ. You're no longer who you used to be. You're completely different. You're completely different. Okay, and that spirit is what is driving and giving life to your mortal body. Praise the Lord. So it says in verse 12, Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. You will live. And then verse 14, For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons, daughters of God. This is why it is critical for us in this hour to not be tossed to and fro by the different rumors and the news that's coming out there. Because why? Those outlets that you are receiving information from are being manipulated by wicked hearts and wicked minds that have motives and agendas. Okay? Uh, Every one of them has motives and agendas. Fact. That's it. Okay? So what do you need to do? You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Get into the Word, seek His face, and be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.